1: Before we get started with today's episode, I want to take a few moments and give you a preview of what you're about to hear and also direct you to some other series that I already have uh, completed on my podcast. So you're about to listen to Blue Collar Kaizen Leading Lean and Lean Teams. You're listening to a 30-part series on that. Today's episode is just one of 30. Uh, it's specific to lean leaders, lean managers, anyone who's leading teams of people through process improvement and continuous improvement projects six sigma those kind of things it's not about the tools and the methods and all that it's about how to lead teams of people so any leader anybody at any level can get value from this but i just want you to know that's what this series is about it's about that specific book so hope you enjoy it but but i have some other series that may interest you if this series does not got a lot of episodes already out there but I have a book called blue collar leadership leading from the front lines it's all about how to become a high-impact individual how to become an a sought-after employee of choice uh, an employee that people want to hire and want to promote that series there's a 30-part series starts at episode 65 I have another series on my book blue collar leadership and supervision unleash your team's potential That book is for for leaders, formal authority leaders, who want to learn how to effectively lead people. That series, 30-part series, starts at episode 111. I have another series. It's an 11-part series on my book, 10 Foundational Elements of Intentional Transformation. How to Become Your Best Self. That series starts at episode 158. I have another series. On my blue collar leadership and culture the five components for building high performance teams that book is really for the top leader and it's how how you how do you become the sought after employer of choice it's a 30-part series it begins at episode 179 my wife ria and i this year in 2021 the theme for for my podcast this year was all about change that's why I'm doing this series on Blue Collar Kaizen, Leading Lean and Lean Teams, because it's all about leading teams through change. But we have a 15-part a series we, we recorded together on our book, Change Happens, Leading Yourself and Others Through Change. That series starts at episode 211. And then this Blue Collar Kaizen, Leading Lean and Lean Teams series, the one you're about to listen to, a one of the uh, episodes of, it started at episode 230. And we will be a 30-part series, so it's going to take a little while to finish it. hope you find value in some of these series. Let's get to today's podcast. All right, everyone. Thanks for stopping by today. We finally made it to part 30 of 30 in this series. Chapter 30 is titled, Sustain the Game. The subtitle, When You Invest in the People, They Will Invest in the Process. As a, as a leader of process improvement, continuous improvement, even if you're not the formal authority lean leader or lean coordinator or process engineer, that sort of thing, you may have some other role in your company. But I'm pretty sure if you're on the org chart, you're responsible for process improvement in, in your area of responsibility. So when you invest in the people, they will invest in the process. So if your organization is not growing and developing the people, you you got to be focused on doing it yourself, however much you can, as often as you can, whatever that means for you. So I want to share a quote with you from Sid Joinson, I think is the way you say his name, J-O-Y-N-S-O-N. Anyway, it ain't about his name, it's about what he said, and he said some good stuff. He says, not investing in your people to save money is like cutting a leg off to save weight. Initially, it achieves your short-term goal, but the long-term effects are disastrous. And that's the thing about, you know, the best organizations out there, they say they cannot afford not to develop their people. They can't afford not to do it. All the rest of the organizations, especially the struggling organizations, they always make the excuse they, they can't afford to do it. Different mindset gets you different results. The best in the business, any business, say they can't afford not to develop the people. They can't afford not to take time, not to spend resources. They have to do it. That's what makes them the best. But the rest say they can't afford to do it. In their mind, it's like a waste of money. The biggest challenge of lean has always been sustaining the game. That's why I closed this book chapter 30 is about sustaining the game the entire book is about sustaining the game but this is kind of like the the closing chapter literally it is and it's a big big challenge and the reason it's a big challenge is few organizations are doing people development they're all about they're trying to make more money they're trying to get the most work most effort out of the people without valuing the people You ain't going to sustain the gain in that environment. You may hire a a big-time consultant to come in and make some improvements, do it to the people, but the people ain't going to sustain it when the big-time consultant walks out the door. They're going to let it fall apart. Some of them are going to sabotage it and make it fall apart just so they can say, I told you all it wouldn't work. But until organizational leaders and lean leaders make people development, the foundational layer of their culture, sustaining the gain, will continue to be an unachievable goal. It's just that simple. But I can tell you, the managers of people, they focused on return on investment. When I have a leader call me up and he's wanting to know what's the return on investment going to be, how are we going to measure it, I know I ain't going to help that person. That's a manager of people. High-impact leaders, they don't call me worried about return on investment. They ain't even worried about the cost. They just want to make it happen because it's the right thing to do. And as a, as a leader and manager of an organization, they obviously are worried about ROI, return on investment. But they ain't worried about it when it comes to developing people. They're going to take the money, the resources, and time and develop the people because they have a high degree of character. That's why they're going to do it. They want to help people have a better life at home and at work. That's why they're going to do it. And they understand, if they're that kind of person, they understand the return on investment literally is going to take care of itself. And it's pretty hard to measure it. They don't have to measure it because they know. So to become a high-impact lean champion, you must focus heavily on respecting and developing the people in an effort to inspire and sustain a culture of kaizen. That's your job. It's your responsibility. The people in your organization need you to step up to the next level and be that leader I just described. And I'll describe it to you again. You must focus heavily on respecting the people and developing the people in an effort to inspire and sustain a culture of Kaizen. Those people in the facility you work in, they count on you to step up. They may not ever step up themselves, but they count on you to do it. And if you want to become a high impact lean leader, you got to do it. That's how it works. You got to pay the price. If you were not a student of leadership development and personal growth before you started listening to this series on uh, Blue Collar Kaizen, leading lean and lean teams, I, I hope you choose to become one. You may have just started listening because you're interested in process improvement or leading teams. But I hope you've chosen to truly become a student of leadership development, personal growth for life like I have, because if you're not, you're not going to be a high-impact leader like I talk about. You can't be. you got to be a student. you got to have enough humility to realize you ain't never going to know it all, and you, and you want to learn as much as possible. So as Captain uh, L. David Marquette stated so accurately, greatness is achieved by using resources to help people, not using people As a resource. And you you know the words of a high impact leader when you hear them because you can feel them. You can feel the words that Captain Marquette stated greatness is achieved by using resources to help people, not using people as a resource. You can feel his character. And he he wrote a great book about taking the, the worst nuclear sub in his class in the Navy from worst to first in two years. And he started out as a manager when he when he took over command of that nuclear sub. But when he got off, he got off as a high impact leader. He had a transition under the under under the gun, so to speak. And this this uh, episode ain't about that book, but I'm gonna tell you, it's a great book. It's called "Turn the Turn the Ship Around" by Captain L. David Marquette, his last name is spelled M-A-R-Q-U-E-T, highly recommend that book, and also a book by uh, Captain Michael Abershoff. He took the worst uh, missile destroyer ship in the Navy from worst to first, and in two years after he took command, his book's titled It's Your Ship. The difference between the two is is Captain Abershoff took over. He was a high-impact leader when he took over the worst ship. Uh, Captain Marquette was a high-impact manager. He had to become a high-impact leader during his two years on that nuclear sub, but he did it. And so two different, completely different books, but they about the same thing. But I like both of them for two different reasons, but I highly recommend both of those books. Anyway, that's where that quote came from. And so uh, when high-impact leaders invest in the people on the front lines, the people become equipped and inspired to help improve the bottom line. Don't miss that one. That's what it's all about. When leaders invest in the people on the front lines, the people become equipped and inspired to help improve the bottom line. They're they're not resistant. They're equipped and they're inspired. When people are valued, they become more valuable. About that simple. You know, in a lot of companies, they don't do this. Your company may not do this. But I think back, you know, in in my my organizations that I worked in, I mean, we we toss more scrap, more dollars of scrap product out the door every day than any of the companies I worked in ever invested in 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 us as people with people with a personal growth or leadership development ever while I was there. You know, and I, I say that most most companies throw out more scrap in a day than they invest in the people, dollar wise, in a year. But for me, in the companies I worked in, it was one company was five years, another company was fourteen years, another company was one year. They didn't invest a dollar in 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 us ever, but we threw scrap out the door every day. Got we got we got to the uh the management of people that we can just scrap product endlessly. We should get better, but we ain't got time or money or resources to grow and develop the people and the leaders so that we actually can improve it. That never happened. Pretty sad. But respect for the people begins with you. The people don't need to hear it. The people need to feel it. So I want to read you a quote. It's actually in the book. And I'm going to actually open the book right now while I'm recording this podcast and read it to you. But uh, I'm reminded of the words of Terry A. Smith. Terry said this. Every wise leader, whether a manager, a military officer, or a mother, should consider how to lead those who follow him or her as if inspiration were the only leadership leverage. Good leaders inspire people. They breathe life into individuals and groups. They animate organizations. They breed the contagion of enthusiasm. They excite people to dream the dreams, take the risks, and make the sacrifices that are necessary to create better futures. That's the, those are some good words from, from Terry Smith. I want to say this. I said this to you a minute ago, but after listening to that quote, I want to say it to you again. Respect for the people begins with you. people don't need to hear it. The people need to feel it. You might want to hit rewind and go back and listen to that quote from Terry Smith again. This stuff's powerful. I'm talking to you like you want to make a difference in the lives of people like I want to make a difference in the lives of people. I'm trying to make a difference in your life with this podcast if you're listening. But I need you to grow and develop yourself. Take yourself, climb to the next level. Go make it happen, wherever you can, with whoever you can, in whichever room you can. doesn't matter what level they are or what level you are. I'm going to leave you with a few thoughts today from Jerry Solomon. It's a quote that actually closes out this book. It says, if lean is done wrong and there is entirely a tool focus and we're beating up the people and we need results and it's all about the numbers, it's not going to sustain itself, which many companies have proved. And I agree with, with Jerry. <laughs> many companies have proved focusing on the tools, beating the people up. That kind of lean is not going to sustain, sustain itself. And the reason is that's not lean. That's not even anything close to what real lean is about. That's just some people cherry picking some, some lean principles, trying to implement them in a traditional Environment and improve some processes, but they're not a real lean organization. There, there are very, very few what I call lean organizations, which means they have a high degree of respect for the people. They're growing and developing the people, and they have a high degree of competency relative to lean. And they're allowing the people. They're growing and developing the people, investing in the development of the people, and allowing them to go out and lead themselves and their organization well organization. Well, that's the only way you're going to sustain the gain is if the people own it. That's why most companies can't sustain the gain. The people don't own it. The leaders want them to own it, but the people don't own it. Managers of people are never going to get the people to own it. It takes high impact leaders to get people to own lean and want to implement lean and want to sustain the gains, want to buy in. That's why this book is so important. I hope you got a lot a lot out of this 30-part series. Talk to you next time.
0: Make it happen or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Carter Leadership series books and others, now available on audio along with paperback and e-books at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Mac's books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast.